welcome back to Financial Freedom 101. This is episode 6, and I'm your host, Robert. Today we'll be discussing the one skill that every entrepreneur and business owner needs to have, flexibility. There is a saying in the military that the best laid plan will not survive first contact, and 99.9% of the time, this is true. The main reason for this is because the enemy has a say in what happens. While you can plan for the best case, worst case, or even the most likely case scenario, the problem is you are basing your plan on your perspective, what you think will happen. Once the enemy is able to provide their input, you need to be flexible so that you can adapt to whatever is thrown at you. This is the same in business. The consumer always has a say in what happens. Being flexible and able to adapt to any situation is a key skill to learn, especially when you are starting out. While you may have done your market research, spoken with potential clients or customers, and may have even conducted a successful test launch of your product or service, you never know what will happen. Nobody could have foreseen a global pandemic happening, but that is exactly what occurred back in March 2020. How many businesses have since closed because they couldn't adapt or adapt fast enough to working in a COVID environment? On the flip side, how many businesses have actually thrived because they were able to adapt faster than their competitors? Businesses that were dependent upon in-person transactions had to figure out how to move their business online. Restaurants that did not normally offer delivery had to adapt or close. Even in-demand sectors like real estate rental agencies had to adapt. Despite the pandemic, people still needed places to live and moves were still occurring. However, in-person viewings were not allowed. Those letting and rental agencies that were able to implement virtual tours of their properties first thrived while others saw their business slip away. Being flexible isn't just for new businesses either. Well-established businesses can succumb to the changing environment if they are unwilling or unable to adapt. Companies like Kodak, BlackBerry, or Blockbuster Videos are now all distant memories, but were at one time thought of as being too big to fail. These multi-billion dollar companies were, at one time, the undisputed champions of their industries, but are now defunct. Kodak was the biggest name in photography. If you wanted quality photos, you looked for the name Kodak. However, in the early 2000s, when their competitors started switching to digital media, they were hesitant and thought film-based photography was going to last forever. By the time they saw this assumption was wrong, it was too late. BlackBerry, they were the leader in smartphones for business. If you wanted to impress somebody back in the early 2000s, all you had to do was pull out your BlackBerry and send an email. They were smartphones before smartphones were a thing. The problem is they refused to adapt to the changing times and they stuck with an antiquated design, a physical keyboard and limited apps. With much better products on the market, nobody wants to buy BlackBerry anymore. Blockbuster is another example. For those of you who do not know what Blockbuster Video was, it was a leading video rental company in the U.S. for almost two decades. Back in the late 90s and early 2000s, a Friday night in the U.S. was not complete until you went to Blockbuster and rented the latest new released movie. Unfortunately, instead of embracing video on demand, DVD by mail, or even streaming video, 
They were steadfast in their idea that physical DVDs were the best option and the rest were just passing fads. In fact, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy out Netflix in the early 2000s for the paltry sum of 50 million U.S. dollars, but refused as they never thought the Netflix business model would take off. The point that I'm trying to make is that the need to be flexible and open to change is a critical skill that you need to learn if you want to be successful in business. One of the unofficial mottos of the U.S. Marine Corps is improvise, adapt, and overcome. The Marines are the smallest branch of the U.S. military. We have the smallest budget, and in some cases, use hand-me-down equipment from the U.S. Army. But we are still expected to accomplish the mission no matter what. We have to think on our feet. We have to understand the situation. Look at what gear and equipment we have, and we have to find ways to be successful regardless of what is thrown at us. We spoke to Simon last week about his social housing sourcing business and how it has grown by leaps and bounds over the past two years. But as we discussed, this wasn't his initial plan when he first started out. Initially, he wanted to source property for investors, but after almost a year of trying, he was unable to gain any real traction with it, despite all the effort he was putting into it. He spent a lot of time building his power teams throughout the UK, learning regulations, obtaining necessary certifications and licenses to become a legitimate sourcing agent. Instead of giving up and throwing all of that hard work away, he was flexible and changed his business model. He saw a need that was gapped, and because it wasn't too far off from what he was doing anyways, he was able to adjust, adapt, and evolve in order to meet the demands of his potential clients. Similarly, when we started out in our property investment journey, we had big dreams of buying a ton of properties, making lots of money, and becoming financially free. Unfortunately, we had one small problem. We spent all of our money on our property investment training courses and had nothing left to buy property with. Instead of letting this small problem force us to abandon our dreams like so many others have, we decided to be flexible and adapt to the situation. Just because we could not buy a property for ourselves didn't mean we couldn't still invest and learn about the property buying and renovating process. Instead of letting our money sit in the bank and lose its value, we decided to tap into our power team and broker a deal that was mutually beneficial to all parties. Instead of buying a property ourselves, we became an angel investor and worked with our partners to develop an earn and learn program. In exchange for a small interest rate and being able to follow them throughout the buying and renovating process, our partner was able to use our money to help them purchase a property. We gained valuable knowledge that allowed us to avoid a number of the common pitfalls for novice property investors, while our partners got to purchase a cash-flowing asset for themselves using other people's money, something we'll talk about more in future podcasts. It was truly a win-win scenario for everybody involved, and it was all because we were flexible and able to adapt to the situation. Now, before we move on, let me highlight a key statement that I just made that I am sure many of our listeners were shocked by. I mentioned that not having any money to invest in property was a small problem, and I meant it. It's all about perception. It's all about your mindset. Regardless of the problem or obstacle standing in your way, 
if you see it as an insurmountable task to achieve, or if you see the obstacle being as big as Mount Everest, you have already made up your mind that you are going to fail and that you have let the obstacle get the best of you. Being flexible requires you to see opportunities where others don't. It means looking at things differently and seeing those impossible tasks as mere stepping stones, an easily overcome obstacle to your goals. People often ask me why I like property investing as compared to other forms of investing. And my answer is always the same. Property investing allows me to be flexible. Unlike other forms of investing, when I look at a property, I don't even consider purchasing it unless I have a minimum of two exit strategies. If I'm looking at a property, I want to know I can make money by renting it out via my preferred strategy or by selling it. While you can plan and try to forecast what the property market will be like after you finish renovating the property, you need to ensure your plans are flexible. We were in the process of finishing up renovation on a four-bedroom house of multiple occupation, or HMO, when COVID struck, causing the demand for HMOs to plummet. An HMO is essentially where you rent out the rooms to individual people instead of the whole house to a single family, which is the main reason for this decrease in demand. While we were still able to rent out all of the rooms, what would have happened if we couldn't? Luckily, our second extra strategy would have been to sell the property, giving us the flexibility needed to adapt to the situation. We knew before purchasing the property that if we could not rent it out as an HMO, we would have been able to turn a profit by selling it. In fact, because of the strength of our power team in the UK, we can actually be more flexible than before. As we discussed last week, even before buying a property, we could speak with our partners at Auxilium Property Management and determine what the demand for social housing is in the area, giving us a third exit strategy for any property purchase we make. Being flexible and being able to adapt to the situation is key for any business owner. If you cannot change with the times, you are destined to fail. Regardless of how much planning you do, how much time you spend researching the market, or how many plans you put into place, all businesses will hit a roadblock sooner or later. It is how you look at this roadblock and what you do when you hit it that will determine the success of your business. Will you let these roadblocks keep you from reaching your goals? Or are you going to find ways over, around, or through them? In business, it's all about being flexible and overcoming the roadblocks that you face that will determine the success. Have you hit roadblocks in your financial freedom journey that you have found difficult to get through? The good news is you do not have to overcome them yourself. As this is one of the main reasons you have a power team in place. I'm sure there's somebody in your power team that has been there before you that has encountered similar roadblocks. Learn from them. What is your power team doing in their own fields to be flexible? See what they are doing and whether similar actions can actually help you. Wolfpack Consulting is all about the strength of the team, and we are here to support our listeners, our clients, and our students. If you want to learn more about how you can become part of the Wolfpack team, improve your financial literacy, or simply need help on your journey, then visit our website and drop us a line. If you want to interact with other like-minded individuals, join our Facebook groups mentioned in the show notes below. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained a deeper appreciation to the need to be flexible. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Join us in a week's time for our next episode and have a great week ahead. 